am Dr. Renee Sunday, and I'm your Southern girl, your favorite Southern girl. And you're listening to Good Deeds. <coughs> I got a little cold going on. Good Deeds Radio. But we're going to do this thing because you know I got to don't stop. I got to get it, get it, right? You know we have to do that. What we do here at Good Deeds, we help you shine your light to the world. And what it means to shine your light to the world is your goals, your dreams the reason you were born, the things that you think about all the time. You know, those dreams that wake you up at night, that you can't go to sleep at night. Those are the things I'm talking about. But that's what we do here at Good Deeds. We help you shine that light, get that message out to the world. And we just enjoy, enjoy doing that. The thing I want to say just quickly, because the team is uh, trying to, uh, harness our guest for today. <laughs> um, star one, star one, if the guest is here. Uh, what we want to do is I want to just say thank you for your support. I want to thank you for all of the things that you have done. Uh, that can be shared to post. That can be liked to post. That can be engagement on the post. When I see you in public, you recognize me. Not, I'm not boasting by saying this, but I just thank God, that you actually mm, take this time to say hello, that you take this time to hug my neck, that you take the time to actually say that you inspire and motivate somebody else. Now, that's something that, that, to, to really just to have honor and peace in your soul. Ooh, I just love it. But we want to do that. We want to do that. But the question of the day for Dr. Renee, was, and it's so interesting, you know how things go, God always make it, you know, where it's supposed to be, because uh, the question was, Dr. Sunday, you know how it, uh, you hear so many spiritual leaders say how uh, you have to be resilient, you have to have perseverance, uh, and lo and behold, uh, the young lady remembered when I had an event last year that I had laryngitis. You know, I lost my voice. But I was so grateful that I had one of my team members was able to step up and shine. And I'm, and then I'm glad that happened. Let me say this in the front end, and I'm going to say it at the end. I'm glad that happened. I know, oops, you don't want to hear that, that I'm glad I went through something, that I'm glad I went through something that I thought wasn't a good thing. Because it was, you know, people came to see Dr. Renee Sunday, the platform builder. But you know what? It's weird, not about me, okay? Let me tell you, she got up there and it was emotional. She was compassionate. And guess what? <laughs> she was authentic. And now to this day, she's speaking all over the world. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. But see, a lot of times when things happen, you, you think you're being inconvenienced, but you're actually helping somebody else. Walk out they definite. You see, you see what I'm saying? But the question was that, Dr. Sunday, how do you keep continue to be resilient? How you continue to have perseverance? Because they say, I know you get tired. I know you get sick. But that's the story I came back to because I lost my voice. Mm, sure did. But uh, I was able to say a little bit, and that's all that was necessary for that event. And I was able to... And I like helping other people move forward in their destiny. But, I, of course, I had a longer conversation with the person that asked that question. It was a gentleman 
And if you have any questions, we'll tell you at the end how you can uh, send in an Ask Dr. Renee question. But you have to be, first be in the mindset that it's not about you. I know we hear that cliche all the time, but truly it's not about you. I call myself the platform builder for a reason. I, I, I help people identify their purpose. Guess what? And then after that, I help them be seen, be heard, and get paid. And, and I do go, the fire docs do come. You see what I'm getting at? But they don't harm me. They don't take me down because, and I'm going to stay where it's supposed to be. God takes care of me. The heads of protection is around me and my family and around you as well. You see, you see what I'm saying? It, it's, it's no big eyes or no little use or whatever you want to say that, whatever that cliche is. I may be getting it wrong, but you know what I'm trying to say, that nobody is bigger than anybody else. But I, my goal is to respect everyone and allow everyone to have a voice. If you notice on the Good Deeds Media Network, I'm, I'm, going, I'm taking the backside a little bit. More people are coming to actually have their voice known through their different podcasts and radio shows. But anyway, you know I can go into that. I can go in on that. <laughs> but what we want to do right now is we want to do a commercial break, and we'll be right back. We actually have our guests in queue. We have Pastor Allison Mills Newman. She's an actress, author, CEO of Keep the Faith Ministry. But we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. You know we're going to be back. This is Good Deeds, and I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. This is John Schamberger. Founder and CEO of Millionaires and Trainings Only Only. We are proudly to support and listen to Good Deeds Live every Mondays and Thursday at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time with your host, the platform builder, Dr. Nate Sunday. So remember, wherever your mind can conceive and believe in your purpose, it can achieve. And don't stop. Get it, get it. You know you want to say it. Don't stop. What? Get it, get it. You know, Lord have mercy, we're just thankful, thankful to the people that support us and the many things that we do from the radio, the TV, the magazine, the publishing company, the nonprofit organization, all of those things. But, you know, the thing, I'm going to say it again, it's, it's not about me. It's all about helping people move forward in their destiny. But we don't want to delay. We want to get our amazing guests on in here. We want to welcome, welcome none other than Pastor Allison Mills Newman. Are you there? I am here. Praise God. Glory to his holy name. And thank you, Dr. Renee Sunday, for having me. And I just love, I'm just so blessed and so strengthened by everything the good Lord has had you say. It's just so powerful. Mm, you see oh. that? What I just said. Yes. There it is, right? <laughs> can you hear me? I just want to make sure you can yes. hear me. Can you? Yes, oh, thank you, Jesus. Well, can we just shout hallelujah for a minute? Hallelujah. Glory to his holy name. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you for creating us and, and with a purpose and with your plan. And may your will and your plan and your purposes for all of our lives, everyone that's listening, as well as Dr. Sunday, and those that aren't listening, may the purpose and the will that you have for us come to pass, Lord. Help us to follow you. Be our good shepherd. May we hear your voice and listen and obey. Father God, there's a blessing in walking with you, and there's a blessing in obedience. 
So, Father, we just praise you for the gifts and the anointing of obedience being upon us all that we may do your will and prosper like like you told Joshua, God. You told Joshua, be meditating in my word. Day and night, blind to his name, you give us good success. So help your people to meditate on your word, Lord, to eat your word, to live your word, to obey your word, to not just be hearers or readers, but doers of your word. Help us, Lord, and we give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Amen. 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 God yes. bless you, my sister. But you know, you know, I I, I didn't introduce you all the way because there's so many things you've done. Can you share with us, listening audience? You know, the, the amazing thing that has happened in your life and what is actually evolving day by day. <laughs> you know, as I look back and think back through the prism of the Holy Spirit, I I. It's not to boast, but I boast in God that he has blessed me to experience some amazing things. And I believe it's so that I can share with others that God is able to do amazing things, things that people say are impossible. Nothing's impossible with God. Having said that, I say that because when I was a little girl, I wanted to be an actress. And um, I'm 67, and years ago when I was like 12, Dr. Sunday, there were very few black people on television, so I don't know where in the world I got the idea that I could, but I told my mother one day I saw Mia Farrow in Peyton Place. That was a big hit when I was about 12 years old, and I told her I wanted to be an actress, and um, my father um, didn't want me to be an actress, not because he was a, a dream killer, but because he wanted to protect me because he had some sort of insight that he said that actresses were prostitutes and so but my mother said you know my mother would would encourage him you know if if you let her do it you know I'll I'll protect her you know I'll make sure that you know she's taken care of and so as as time went on um God opened the door for me to join a workshop with Frank Severe, Bea Richards, Maya Angelou they were adults they were like in their 20s and 30s and starving actors at the time none of us were you know, successful, and God hadn't opened any doors for us yet, but I like to tell young people that we were there preparing, and that when you're, and when you have a dream, make sure that even though the opportunities may not seem like they're there right there and that there, and now they are there, and they will, and they will mm-hmm. manifest, and what we have to do, and should do, and encourage one another to, to do is to prepare for the manifestation. So, my mother helped me, and I, I joined this workshop, and there was a Watts riot and a lot of upheaval. Martin Luther King was marching. And so God began to touch the heart of people in Hollywood to open doors um, for actors. I think at that time we had Sidney Poitier and so forth, you know, like a few. But there weren't really, like, you know, a lot of actors on television or actresses on television, as you see today. There's so many opportunities for black people today, and I was one of the pioneers. I'm a, I'm in that group of pioneers that came before all of these beautiful, these young um, actors that are out here today. And um, I, my first TV show, uh, I guess, starred on Mr. Novak. I had a um, a, bill, a star billing role, and then the next one was a guest starring role with John Forsythe. And then um, God opened the door for me to become a regular on the NBC pioneering TV show with um, 
Diane Carroll, where I played the babysitter mm-hmm. on the TV series Julia. And um, mm-hmm. and I want to share with your audience that they are listening to, and this is not to boast, but I'm boasting God, they are listening to the original teenage female Afri- African-American um, actress on television. And God has blessed me to be written about in books and interviewed not only on radio stations, but you know, interviewed in books and sharing the journey that I was allowed to go through. But I, you know, Dr. Sunday, I was very successful up to about I was 19 years old, and there's a Me Too movement that's going on. And at the time, after I turned 19, I was a woman, so I was no longer protected by law. And um, I had left home, and I was living on my own. I wasn't a Christian. I wasn't saved. And so I was in the in the Hollywood world. And um the producers at Universal and different major studios were writing movies for me to star in. And I remember going to the meetings at Universal, and I'm 19 years old, Dr. Sunday, and, you know, mm-hmm. they send me there in this luxurious, you know, limousine. And I go into the producer's office, and he goes into his bathroom, and he comes out, and he's taking off all his clothes, and he's laying on the floor mm-hmm. naked, and he's telling me to do things with them, you know, and I'm only 19 and I'm not a Christian, but that's like prostitution. And boom, I think of my father. I think of my father. I think of my father. And I'm like, I tell the guy, I say, I'm an actress. I'm not a prostitute. And he laughs at me, Dr. Sunday, like I'm just so naive and I'm just so out of it. Like, don't I understand, you know, where I'm at and what's required of me? And so, you know, I just somehow, somehow, I had a sense of who I am, and I thank God for my mother and my father. They showed me love, you know, and respect, and then also the actresses that I was around, Myra Angelou and Bea Richards. Like, we wanted to be actresses and make movies and television to do great things to make the world a better place. Like, it was nothing about, like, sleeping with someone to get a part in a movie. Like, I didn't think I had to do that to be a star. You know, I'm gifted, I'm talented, but their opinion was like, the gifts and talents are, you know, there's millions of pretty girls. There's millions of people coming, knocking on Hollywood's door every day that are talented, right? So your talent is a dime mm-hmm. a dozen. That's how, that's how they devalued who I was. They devalued who I was. But I thank God that I valued myself. Somehow at age 19, mm-hmm. I was able mm-hmm. to, to know that I was better than that. And and but I I do want to share with your audience that I went to uh, some of my mentors who were older in their thirties who if I mention their names they are television icons and they you know African American women that starred in major TV shows and major movies and I go to them because I'm looking to them to help me figure out how do I negotiate how do I maneuver how do I go through this mm-hmm. I didn't know to go to go to God to pray but. You know, I went to these older ladies who I respected, who I respected. They were gorgeous. They were beautiful. And I remember years prior, too, when they were all poor, and my mom would have them over for dinner, you know, to help them through. And now they're living in beautiful homes in the Hollywood Hills. And so, you know, they're on TV once a week on some national TV show, and, like, they made it, right? They made it. And I had made it, too, but I was getting ready to make it more, but they were – asking me to do these sexual immoral things with them. So I asked the mentors, I said, you know, this is what's happened to me. I've been going to these meetings and and the guy mm-hmm. got naked and, you know, wanted me to do stuff with him. And they said to me, Dr. Sunday, they said, oh, Allison, just go on and do it. It's just a game. Mm-hmm. This is just a game, mm-hmm. you know. 
You know, sex is just recreational. Just do it. It's a game. That's what they said over and over. It's a game. But still, I couldn't do it. And I had an epiphany. That's what they call it. I didn't know what it was at the time, but I remember mm-hmm. while I was going through this struggle, you know, now I know it's the struggle between the, the flesh and the spirit and the world and the, and the spirit and the devil mm. and, and, and the spirit of God. I didn't know that I wasn't spiritually in tune enough to know, to understand the battle and the choice that was being presented to me. The devil was presenting an opportunity to me to be famous, more famous. I was already famous but to be mm-hmm. more famous and more richer and to have my dream come true, to have my dream come true, the devil was presenting his path to me. And I was I was battling with it, Dr. Sunday, you know, like I was warring mm-hmm. with it. I was like, you know, my friends were telling me, go on and do it, go on and do it. But he had something inside of me. It must have been... It must have been a little bit of God I did have. The few times I did go to church was warring with me. You know, no, you don't have to do mm. that. That's not you. But I think I was getting weaker than feeling, you know, because I was I was getting blackballed. Mm-hmm. So, so what happened was one day my car broke down, and God sent an angel. He was a he mm. was a, um, a poor black man in a poor raggedy truck, driving up to my gorgeous home in the Hollywood Hills. And he he was poor materially, but he had these gorgeous eyes that shined as bright as the sun, and this glow of joy and happiness in his face that stemmed from I I would say the joy in his heart and the peace in his heart. And I looked at him and I thought he has peace and he has joy, and he doesn't have money and I have money and I have a beautiful home and I don't have peace and joy. And I thought about it, I contemplated about it, and I thought. What does he have? Like, what does he have that I don't have? Like, I have everything material, but I'm gonna. I want to kill myself. I want to die. Like, what does this guy have? But Doctor Center, I was too kind of shy to ask him. But after he fixed my car, and I remember he hummed mm-hmm. a little gospel song, and he got in his old raggedy truck, and he drove down my driveway past my secluded bushes, and then he, he turned the corner right, and so then I got enough nerve, and I. Ran down the hill. Mathematically, there's no reason why he shouldn't have been there because he was an elderly guy and he drove real slow. But he wasn't there, Dr. Sunday. Poof, he was gone, right? Now, I look back on that moment, and I know now that was an angel that came to show me wow. that there was a better way. He never really said a word about Jesus, never said a word of God. Just his presence, just the presence of God right. in him. And oh, wow. man spoke to me spoke to me that there was another way. There was a better way. And I didn't think of Jesus. I, could, I wasn't even reminded of Jesus, but it just some, it shocked me. I was like, where did he go? You know, like, why isn't he here? Like, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. And people were already saying I was crazy. You know, so I was like, oh, no, I'm not crazy. He was here. I know he was here. And then it was proof because he fixed my car. And then I heard. Mm-hmm. Audience, I want the, your audience to know God is real. There is God, and Jesus is God in flesh. God is real because the audible voice of God spoke to me in my darkness, in my darkness, and had mercy on my soul. And He said to me, Allison. He called me by my name, and He said, Allison, there goes a real star. And that, like, just really, that, wow. like, educated me. That gave me some kind of amazing information to compare 
what people were saying to me and the contradiction of what this voice said to me versus what people were saying, because people were saying, you're a star, you're a star, you're a star. But this voice, now that I look back and I know that was God, was telling me, no, I'm not a star. In his eyes, that man, wow. what he represented is what is a star in God's eyes. And all these years later, saved and sanctified by his grace and his mercy, filled with the Holy Ghost, studying his word, continuing to grow, continuing to draw water out of the well of salvation on a daily basis. I tell people on a daily basis we have to draw water because that very day you don't pray and that very day you don't spend time in the words, the very day the devil starts to try to get in and trick us. Right, right. But mm-hmm. praise God. But, but you know, I wow. didn't know, you know really at the time that that mm-hmm. was God, mm-hmm. like giving me like some more insight that what I've come to learn since being saved and reading the Bible, that they that when souls shall shine as the stars of righteousness. You know that scripture? That scripture is in the Bible. They that win souls shall shine as the stars of righteousness. So, you know, when we give our lives to the Lord and we surrender and submit Mm -hmm. and forsake all, because we're called truly to forsake all to follow Jesus, and we begin to learn of him, and we begin to learn of him and witness of him and work and walk in the light and share the goodness of the Lord, the goodness of the Lord, no matter what we might be, a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, a bus driver, a car, a mechanic, no matter what we may be, we may not be stars or famous in the eyes of man, but we are famous to God. He sees us and we are his stars when we shine with his righteousness. So that's just a little bit. And wow. I went on, I left, I left Hollywood. God brought me out of there because that very same mm-hmm. day, God, God fixed it completely for me because when I went in the house, I had a vision of, Marilyn Monroe and Dorothy Dancers dying, and at that time in my life at 19, I was physically, they compared me to Dorothy Dandridge and Marilyn Monroe, you mm-hmm. know, because Hollywood, they have a, you know, like, I grew up acting, I, I took myself as a serious actor, I'm also, you know, I had the gift of comedy, but, um, you know, I didn't see myself as a, sex, as a sex symbol, but the thing is, is that Hollywood uses sex, they'll mix your talent with sex, and so they would compare me, they saw me. Their goal was, their plan was to make me into a sex symbol, like they did Dorothy Dandridge and Marilyn Monroe. And we saw, we know what happened to them. So when I saw the vision of Dorothy Dandridge and Marilyn Monroe dying on my um, living room window, I knew that was another way God was speaking to me in a language that I could understand at the time. Like I understood that, that if I stayed in Hollywood, I would die. I'd end up suicidal or killing myself or or dying like those women did and so I left Hollywood I I went to New York I didn't I I didn't know anything else other at that time in my life other than acting because like I shared with you in your audience I'd been an actress since I was 12 a professional actress since I was 12 so I went to New York and I did Broadway and other things and through the and off Broadway through the process of time the Lord began the process of of bringing me to him and making me aware that Jesus Christ is Lord and that I could be I could be made new. I think I came to a point. I, I I remember I had a singing engagement in New York and it was very successful. And I had started reading the Bible, but I still felt I didn't feel right. I don't know something. 
And I had started reading mm-hmm. the Bible, like this Sunday, and every time I opened the Bible, I would see fornication, fornication, right? And I would ask everybody, like, what is fornication? Like, what is that? And in my particular environment, mm-hmm. everybody, like a lot of people, they were raised, like, like yeah, they baby. were raised Baptists. They knew what it was, uh-huh. but they were they had forsaken. They had turned away from the Lord and gone the way of the world. So when I would right. ask them, they knew what it was, but they would tell me, "Oh, that doesn't mean anything." You know, they had they had well, how would you say traded their faith and their walk with God for walking with the world and walking with the devil, right? right? So, right. so they would tell me, "Oh, well, that doesn't mean nothing. God doesn't mean that." <laughs> you know, like God, it's all right to have sex as long as you're not married, right? So every time I would see it, and like, yeah, so I was, yeah. I was having an affair with a very famous rock star at the time, and he came to my event, and then I mean it wasn't an event, my scene engagement really, and then he invited me to go to some oh, Philadelphia with him, and you know to see him and his band do his thing, and so he invited me, and I came along on the free, on the on the train, and every time I'm sitting beside him, and he didn't mind me reading the Bible and nothing because musicians are very spiritual, are they into. Bible, Buddha, mm-hmm. this, that, trees, whatever. So I'm reading the Bible, sitting beside him on the train, and I'm asking him, like, what is this? What is fornication? Because Dr. Sunday, it, like, lights up. You know, it, like, lights up. It, like, you know, it's mm-hmm. like God is making me pay attention to it. And so, like I said, mm-hmm. not to repeat mm-hmm. myself, but just make it clear. He said, oh, that doesn't mean anything. So one night, you know, I'm laying in the bed with him, and we're getting ready to have this intimate experience and again god is real i want your audience to know he's real in my life god has spoken to me two times audibly when i was lost when i was in darkness and we know that scripture that while we were yet in sin christ died for us and while i was yet in sin god was speaking to me audibly he was stretching out his arm stretching him out reaching Reaching out towards me, we say that we find God, but God comes looking for us. God comes looking. He comes. He comes mm-hmm. trying to get you know to get us. And the audible voice of God spoke to me, called me by my name one more time, and said, "Allison, this is a mm-hmm. sin. This displeases me." And I said, oh, "Stop! Stop! That was God. I can't do wow. this anymore." You know, it's interesting. I'm reading the Bible. And I'm coming to a place where I'm un- where I'm believing in God, but I don't know His ways. You know, I don't know His word. Mm-hmm. I don't, and, you know, I don't know. You know, but God is bringing me to Him. He's drawing me to Him. And in due season, wow. He's going to bring mm-hmm. me That's more it. into the Jesus. knowledge and the, and the mm-hmm. understanding of the Lord. But at that time, He spoke to me about fornication. He still hadn't told me that Jesus was God and Jesus was the way, and I needed to repent, get back mm-hmm. to the Lord. But for some reason, and you know, he wanted that was important for him for me to know that that what I was doing wasn't pleasing right. to him. So he stopped. Right. And the guy was a gentleman. He, I caught a plane and I went home. And my sister, when I got home, she was telling me how A and M and all the record companies were calling me because they saw me in New York and they wanted to sign me for a record deal. And I told her, oh, I didn't even care about that. I just wanted to die because I felt so filthy. Like, suddenly I was aware of sin. Mm. And I was cognizant mm. of sin. And when I was on the airplane flying black, I would go into the, the bathroom and I would try to wash off the filthiness, but I couldn't wash it off. And I told my sister, I just want to die. I just want to kill myself. I don't know. I can't live like this. I can't live feeling filthy and dirty like this. And she said, Allison, while you were away, are you there, Pastor Newman? Pastor Newman. 
ladies and gentlemen, seems like she dropped off. We'll get her back in here. This is a powerful, powerful conversation. And the reason I say it's very powerful and it's on time is uh, I just left L.A. uh, uh, presenting a show that they want to pitch. You know, of course, uh, you know, I wasn't doing the sexual thing, but the thing about it, it was totally out of my comfort zone. I'm going to tell you, because the language that is in Hollywood and Beverly Hills is totally different from what I'm accustomed to here in, uh, I'm going to just say in Atlanta, I mean in the South. Uh, People love my accent as being a Southern belle, but at the same time, uh, I had to read a, you know, a manuscript, boom, on the spot. You know, I took care of it, but the thing about it is, and I I see why God has me on the TV show side being very spontaneous. You see what I'm saying? So I really have, I'm really walking out the scripture that says, and, and all things work together for the good that God that people love God because it was totally out of my comfort zone. I mean, I had the prayer warriors praying. I made sure I had a good meal to eat, you know, for breakfast. I made sure I had, uh, you know, a good night's sleep. And 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 and, it's all, and and she said it. Oh my God! With all the things that she shared, very intimate, very deep. Is no matter what they're saying, the people around you, what is God saying? And, you know, my spiritual mom said that to me today um, because I do uh, desire to have the show on, on major network. But you know what? It's all about God. And um, lo and behold, I want to share this, that uh, they like me. And so we'll see how things go. You know, we're going to continue to be in prayer. Uh, the other thing I want to share is uh, – on the flight coming back, lo and behold, I was sitting next to two actors. And I said, Lord, you got a sense of humor. It's just, you know, I mean, just like she said, you take everything that he shows you as a confirmation, but you continue to pray and pray and pray and pray. I wish she could jump back on in here because we don't, well, I can uh, give you how to contact her. But she's been very, she didn't tell us all the wonderful, amazing things. She's been in the Taj Mahal. I mean, she's been all over the place. Um, she actually goes into the different inner cities and witness to people. Um, I think she's back in, my team is saying, so we're going to get her back in for these last couple of minutes, and she's going to – I have a major question I want to ask her, you know, because lo and behold, how God has put this, uh, that I just got back from L.A. myself, and I was pitching a TV show, and it was totally out of my comfort zone. Um, like I said, again, it wasn't – anything sexually or nothing like that. But I did feel uh, that the TV and radio that I do now is on one level. But Hollywood, Beverly Hills is on a totally different level. And you have to be, but as Bishop J says, get ready, get ready. You got to already be ready, already be ready, already be ready. And I thank God that I, I was ready. But it's so interesting of the things that they ask you. They ask you about your childhood. They ask you about uh, what do you, you know, how is this, how the format of the show. They ask you so many things that you got to be ready. You got to be ready. I even had the opportunity to talk to to someone about their own medications they were on. I mean, so it went 
in all type of different directions. And then you have meetings at coffee shops. You have meetings at dinner. You have meetings in their office, all places. But we're going to chime her back in because the main question I want to actually ask her is, for people today, young women especially, but of course you can chime in on the men, how should, what, if, if we want to still be have that dream of being an actress, because I would love to be on major TV. Uh, you know, TV is my thing. I light up because I know my energy helps other people smile, help other people see the God in me, but the key is for them to move forward in their purpose. And then also we're going to get her to tell us how to contact her so we can follow and see what she's doing. But we're going to get her back on these here. Hey, hey. Well, praise God. Praise God. Amen. Um, Well, I I do want to share that um, in the process, like you said, I became a ministry preacher, and then God began to tell me to act again. Um, he guided me uh, back into acting after many years. I began writing plays. I did plays, you know, for church. I, that's how God began to introduce it, um, the idea of acting, because I completely sold out to the Lord, preaching the gospel and raising my family and the Lord and winning souls, et cetera, for the Lord. But years later, so I, I made, my husband produced a movie. My husband and I produced a movie. I was the executive producer of it called Virgin Again. You can get it right now on Amazon.com. It's a modern-day version of the woman caught in adultery. Um, it's true that it's true, true to the Bible. I mean, it won an award at the um, Philadelphia International Film Festival, and it was licensed on cable television. Um, so about 2 million people saw it, and so it ministered the gospel to about 2 million people in these modern times. Then I produced, after the passing away of my husband, I produced another movie called The Tree Widow. And what I do now with The Tree Widow, I hope you can hear me, um, what, what I do now with the tree widows that God told me to do a women's conference, and so twice a year, and I'm hoping to expand into mm-hmm. a gospel tour. Um, we go into churches or to schools, into into theaters, or, or you know wherever God opens the door, and we screen the film, and we have a discussion as as it applies to the Word of God about um, the subject in the Bible. And I would encourage you talk to me about young people and and their acting and their gifts. Um, I, I just encourage you, don't love your gift more than God. You know, let mm. let God, you know, love God, love God, because he gave the gift, he can give it, he can take it away. Um, you can see what happened to Whitney Houston, and you, you ask yourself the question, well, was it worth it? Was it worth it? Was it worth it to get caught up all in that lifestyle, that demonic lifestyle, and end up and pass away with that beautiful voice that God gave her? As the years went by, um, you know, and I say this because it's a teaching. To me, it's a teaching when I stand back. I See, God brought me out of Hollywood in the nick of time before I destroyed myself in partnership with Satan. And so to stay in the word, um, there there may be places. I mean, I produce movies. I'm working on producing another movie. Um, there may be TV shows and, and movies that, you know, God will lead people into, um, you, but the main thing is your soul to make sure that you are living a holy life and that if God does present you with a movie or something and tells mm-hmm. you, um, and, and you know, tells you don't do it, then you need to worship. You need to worship God by not doing it. Just like he might tell you, don't turn down that street, whatever the Holy spirit mm-hmm. directs you to do. That's what we need to do. But I wanted to share with your audience that on July 7th, from 11 to 5 p.m., mm-hmm. we're going to have a women's conference. It's called Women You Are Loved. It's going to be at the Zion Baptist Church in Douglasville, and it's July 7th. And you can um, reach and you can find me on um, 
um, on Facebook, but also if you would like to um, talk to my team and talk to me about um, investing in film or doing a tour, opening up your church or your school, your situation and allowing me to come in and share the film with my team, you can contact Yoshi Connect Inc. at gmail.com. Yoshi Connect Inc. at gmail.com. So that's Y O S H I C O N N E C T I N C at gmail.com. Um, I think I, there are a lot of examples of people that you can watch that started out. You know, they say that they're Christian, and um, they 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 give themselves over to films and situations that, according to the Word of God, I don't know that necessarily mm-hmm. are pleasing to God. And they start out like it's just like preachers or anybody else. A lot of preachers, a lot of churches, a lot of individuals, they start out right gung ho with Jesus, just so happy to be saved. And then, as the years and the time goes on. And sometimes even when you get a little success, then the enemy comes and tries to corrupt you and get you and, and get you back back into trying to serve God at the devil at the same time, and we can't. That's what you have to understand about Christianity. It's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. We can't be like the world. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12 that be not conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and it's okay you know, like in my movie, like I had girl, you know, girls that fornicate and so forth, so forth, so on. I don't show anything. I don't cuss. So when you think about it, you can you can tell a story. You can tell a story, but the but in the movie, in 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 my movies, whatever we do, because you know I did evil stuff. I fornicated, right? So that could be a part of somebody's life or a part of a film. But the thing is, is that you don't show it. You don't show the nakedness. You don't show. You don't speak the profanity. You know, there's there's a standard that God has. You know, there's a standard. So in the Bible, you have prostitutes. In the Bible, you might have witchcraft. In the, in the Bible, you have evil people. So I can see somebody mm-hmm. playing, you know, a bad part. But then you have to, but then how bad does it go? Does it, you know, is it so bad that you have to be naked on screen, so bad that you have to sleep with the dude to get the part, so, da- mm-hmm. so bad that they want you to cast or use profanity in the movie? Or in the TV show, mm-hmm. you know, you have to run that through Jesus and see right. what is the because because we have limit we have oh I don't even want to call it limitations we just have the beauty of righteousness and what does it profit mm. a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? So that's right. So you know you got to run what you do by Jesus. You got to fast and pray. Check it out before the Lord. You know, I would never, I'm not God, so I would never say that there is nothing in the Hollywood situation for people. There may be, but I just pray that once you get in and once you get blessed, that you don't turn away from God and you start going the way of the world like so many people do. They do. That's right. Amen. Amen. For money and for fame and for fortune. You know, and, 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 and I think it breaks God's heart because what the world needs to know is that you, who... Whoever you are, wherever you are, whoever is listening to you, you're already fans. God already got you. He already knows your name. Your name is written in the book of life. Keep it there. A lot of people's names, they, right. a lot of people got Academy Awards. A lot of people are written up in books. I'm written up in books. But the main the main name, the, the main place where my name is, and I want to keep it there, is in the book of life. There are a lot of people 
God Academy Awards, but their name ain't in the Book of Life. They got Grammy, but their name ain't in the Book of Life. They got but their name ain't in the Book of Life. Better keep your name is in the Book of Life. Keep your name in the Book of Life. Keep it there. Because That's one right. thing is, right. Jesus will provide. Jesus will make a way. Jesus will make a way. Mm-hmm. He will take oh, care of time. you. Every time. Every time. That's the right. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes us lie down in green pastures. Right. Listen, when I was living in the Hollywood Hills next door, around the corner from Diana, uh, Diana Ross, I was miserable, tormented. I sleep peaceful every night as long as I mm-hmm. stay with Jesus, as long as I'm That's walking right. with the Lord. That's right. So I tell you, abide in the Lord. Lord. Pastor Newman, you Seek after God. We just love you. We just love you. You just a powerball. You know, time has come down to the real, the slim here. Tell us how we can contact you again, and we're going to have to get you back on here because you have so much to share with us. But tell us again how we can contact you and how we can support you in the things that you're doing. Well, praise God. I got a uh, well. Go to my uh, my Facebook page is Allison Mills Newman. I got another Facebook page for my movie The Tree Widow. I got a book on Amazon.com called Maggie Three. I got a movie on Amazon.com called The Tree Widow. I got another book on Amazon.com called The Tree Widow Study Guide. If you want to contact me for any bookings or any any um, meetings that you'd like to meet with me, please contact Yoshi Connect Inc. at gmail.com. If you'd like to do a church tour, please con- please contact Yoshi Connect at gmail.com. If you'd like to have a book signing club with one of my books, Maggie Three is an awesome book. I'm getting ready to make it into a movie. You want to be in the movie, buy the book, read the book. I tell actors one thing. When you get ready to try to pursue a director or a producer, you should study them. Study their work, the movies right. they made, the TV shows, right. who they are. So, you know, I, God's got movies that I'm getting ready to make. Study me. Read my book. Buy my book. Buy my movies. Study my movies. And, um, and you know, see what God has me doing. When I say my movies, they're really right. his movies that he's given me. Because we both, you know, I thank you, Jesus. I thank Jesus for saving my soul, and I want to encourage everybody. Value your salvation. I hear everybody preaching about money and cars and houses, but I want to tell you, value your salvation. Right. If you want to, praise God. If you're riding the bus, praise God. If you're catching water, praise God. Keep that dream in your pocket. You got Jesus at your at at, Mm -hmm. your point in time. God will make a way. He did it for me in these movies. Yes, I will. made two with her, and I didn't have a dime. Didn't have a dime, and God brought the money to me. He brought it to me. That's right. When, That's when right. we and God, it's not about having. You don't necessarily have to have what you know the material, but if you got God and if it's His right. will, He'll make it happen. He'll make it happen. He'll bring the money That's to right. your doorstep. That's right. I was in McDonald's and the young young man. Thank you. Not to cut you off, Pastor Newman, but we just thank you so much for being here with us on Good Deeds, and we got to thank get you, Good Deeds. We got to, we got to well, get praise you back God. Here thank to share you. more with us. Yes, yes. Well, so I would you like to ask you, anything. please let me, please let me come back when uh, around July. And oh, I have an acting class. Oh, 
tell your student, your your audience, come to West End Performing um, Center this Tuesday at 7 p.m. and sign up and register. Go to my Facebook page and check out my, I have an acting class at the West End, and we're going to do a play. You can be in the play. Wow, that's exciting. Thank you so much. We will talk okay, to you. Okay, love you. It was an honor to meet Thank you and an honor to meet you. God bless you. All right. God bless you. God bless you. Love you. Ooh, ladies love you. and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I know you're going to want to get replay real quick. We're going to get it back to you. Just powerful, and it was an on-time word for me as well. Wow, but I'm excited about what God has in store for your life and in store for my life as well. I totally enjoyed when I was in um, L.A. and Beverly Hills, but you know God is the center. You know, to get in contact with us, please go to our website, www.renee, R-E-N-E-E, Sunday, S-U-N-D-A-Y.com. Bye-bye.